don't think that's gonna happen well no no one's ever actually going to go there on purpose um <laughs> but like the like, i don't know if you happen if you're to... heading to south lake tahoe it's the last like nice town to get gas how about that <laughs> if you're heading there if you're heading like east to yeah. south lake tahoe yeah well great i still find it hilarious when you worked at the mountain democrat and all the people who lived on the mountain were like fuck lowlanders <laughs> whoa yeah, with the, the lowlanders there was there was a uh, a constant a constant bumper sticker that said "Go home, Flatlanders." Because <laughs> um, if you're, you know, if you're in El Dorado County, you're in the foothills. But as soon as you're out of El Dorado County, you're in the valley, and so it's just like. But they even looked down upon El Dorado Hills because we were like the first town in, and like much snobbier, yeah. and didn't care about diesel trucks. And I mean, there's many know, reasons to hate our hometown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's many reasons to hate our hometown, but at least we weren't fighting tooth and nail to keep Hangtown as the official city motto of Placerville. Oh, <laughs> I my thought you were going to say, but at least we weren't Flatlanders. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows that's the truth, am I right? <laughs> Fuck have... you, Folsom. <laughs> um, uh, hey, everybody. Get started. Welcome. <laughs> Hey everybody! Uh, welcome to another episode of the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three of us to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest sibling, Gray Baker. I'm Holland and I'm the oldest. And I'm Allegra and I am somewhere between Holland and Gray. No way. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You'll never guess. What? I don't know. I'm Don't sorry. <laughs> Once again, everybody, this is Allegra some drifter we found on the street that we've decided to give a Just platform make a to. Guest. Yeah. yeah. They promised um, air conditioning, so I came inside. Speaking of air conditioning, yesterday Meg and I shot a wedding, and it was over a hundred degrees out. Horrible. Was it outside? And the whole the whole thing was outside. Ew. God, I cannot imagine having an outdoor wedding in the summer in Sacramento. What are you doing with your life? That just sounds like a sunburn this, to me. This, was, this wasn't even Sacramento. This was Brentwood, which is west of Stockton. Oh, God. So even So, like, even, even more worse. in the valley. Yeah. yeah, you're just deeper in the valley. <laughs> oh, um, God. So. Okay, good. Shrek. Um, oh, Shrek. Shrek. Oh, Shrek. Shrek I mean, is Shrek. Shrek is life. I Shrek is love. I know I don't need to give a summary because it's Shrek, but I will. Okay. Um, Please do. Yeah, for future generations. I guess before I do, I will just remind the audience what we do each week 
is have one of us present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment. And I also think this week, this episode will be a really good time to maybe start brainstorming what that punishment would be. <laughs> Why, because we'll you think get you're gonna get it. amazing scores? <laughs> You fucking cheated because we fucking <laughs> let you choose this movie. I'm sorry, but if we're taking a bunch of Disney classics off the shelf, we should have not. We should have yeah, Shrek. Like in hindsight, we should not have allowed Shrek to happen. But we're letting it happen. But it is it is too hold good on, of a movie to there make it on our list. There has been a full rotation of choices so far. You guys had this was my second choice so far. We so this, understand. It's on you. I'm sorry. Nope. It's on you. I'll. Let me get into the summary, thank you. Um, Jesus. An ogre named Shrek finds his swamp overrun by fairy tale creatures who have been banished by the corrupt Lord Farquaad, aspiring to be king. Shrek makes a deal with Farquaad to regain control of his swamp in return for rescuing Princess Fiona, whom Farquaad intends to marry. With the help of Donkey, Shrek embarks on his quest but soon falls in love with the princess, who is hiding a secret that will change his life forever. Um, spoiler alert. She's an ogre, too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, released April 22nd, 2001. Holland was nine. Allegra was six. And I was four. Um, Allegra was like six and a half. I do think we saw it in theaters. I think I'm so. pretty sure we did. Great, yeah. what and year I were think... you Shrek for Halloween? <laughs> that was this year. In kindergarten. That was so this probably, year. Okay. So this October, yeah, I was Shrek. Uh, we can we'll release that photo <laughs> yeah. on, on, on our on our on our Instagram totally. page. We are making an Instagram page. We have a Twitter account. We'll get into that later. Uh, at Latchkey Sibs, and we'll release that upon this because I mean, why not? Come on. It's it's Shrek, baby. And by we, uh, we, we mean Holland will do that. So. We mean Holland. Write that down. Yes. <laughs> I was already planning on it. That's why I take, like, childhood photos every time I go to our grandparents' house. <laughs> yes. And I know both of our parents have to have thoughts on this. Um, I'll get Dad's thoughts on it, and oh, yeah. we will insert it here. All right. What are your thoughts on Shrek? I love Shrek. I thought it was, it was fairly innovative when it first came out. And I think it was the, the first movie that Eddie Murphy did in a while that actually saved his career and gave him longevity. He was very funny as Donkey. I thought the storyline with Shrek and Fiona, right? And I was going to say Fontana, <laughs> um, was, was cute, you know, beauty's an eye of the beholder and, you know, can't judge a book by its cover. And I thought it was a good message for you kids watching it. But it was a, a classic movie that that resonated on all levels for adults and, and children. And I, I can honestly say I probably watched that movie, you know, at least 20 times. If I'm surfing, I see it on, I'll watch Shrek. It's good. Damn. Wow, Dad, thank you so much for that. Uh, <laughs> Um, always insightful, always being probably way too neutral when we want color. Um, oh, our dad, dad very seriously. Our dad neutral? Hmm. 
people. And I'll get. I'll try to get something from mom too. I'll see if she can yeah. send me a voice recording. So if I do that, that'll be right here. I like the Shrek movie. I love the donkey. I love the Muffin Man. I remember the Muffin Man distinctly. Hmm. Not sure what else. I'm pretty sure she meant the gingerbread man, not the muffin man, but who am I to say mom maybe just falsely remembers the muffin man, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do we want to just get into it? Do we want to keep talking just about the cultural icon that Shrek has become? Because, I have, I, that's probably I mean, what most it became of my thoughts a, are around. Yeah, it became a millennial, like, meme God, like I don't know, deity. It took, Is that the it, right it, word for it? It took on a life of its own. Like once millennials reached the age to start like taking over the internet, um, yeah, start impacting culture. It's like Shrek is life. Shrek it. is love. The Shrekening. Get Shrexy. Even now, there's that Shrek filter on TikTok, right? Where it's just, like, hanging on your back. Multiple. There's multiple Shrek filters. I have one where he's, like, breakdancing. It's just an animation. Is there one where he's kissing you, or is that, like, a different filter? No, there is one where he's, like, behind your shoulder, like, almost like a protective boyfriend. Yeah. But do you remember that, like, month or so in which everyone was uh, remixing uh, the somebody part of All Star? Just... So I also want to, I don't know if we want to talk about this here, but I also have a theory that Shrek changed the trajectory of Smash Mouth's career, like, <laughs> forever. forever. Literally, literally the first note I have on my notes is, and Allegra will get this reference, I don't know if Holland will, but, fuck you, Shrek, we were finna be the next Beatles. <laughs> So, like, Jack's films, Jack's films in particular YouTube seem for... to be, like, a central figure during the Shrek meme <laughs> Like, I don't know if he started it, but he definitely played it up, and he had a pretty big audience. So, it's, like, people, there was, like, a symbiotic relationship of, like, the 4chan shitty drawings of, like, Shrek and Shadow the Hedgehog making out and Empreg and shit, <laughs> and then, like, Jack's films' channel just, like, totally hyping it up on Twitter and stuff. Like, what a time to be alive. And then there was, like, All-Star, but, like, in minor key. But, like, every time they say somebody, it gets slightly faster. It's, like, right. that's where those videos started. And then there was a Jack Swims video in which he was, like, redoing people's Twitter bios, and he did Smash Mouth, and it was, like, fuck you, Shrek, we were finna be the next Beatles. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. pre-Shrek, I feel like they were kind of, like, alt E, like ska, like kind of like cool ish. They had decent band. music. Yeah, they like actually walking had on the decent. Sun. Walking on the yeah, sun is a great song. I think it's really baby. catchy. Like yeah, and then Shrek happened, and it was All Star was in it, and then they also covered um, I'm a Believer, and then I feel like Shrek just like changed the vibe forever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, like, yeah, so, All Star fun was fact. in other movies. All Star was in tons of other, like, late 90s, early 2000s. I oh, know it absolutely. was in the Digimon movie, but for some oh reason, our generation, like, you hear Smash Mouth, you think Shrek. Yeah. Well, it's because Shrek, I mean, not to sound, like, super 
indoctrinated to the Shrek cult. Well, no, 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 no. Not not to sound like, I guess, hacky is the word, but like it transcended any like genre. It, it was so widely known. Like, how many fucking people watch the Digimon movie? Or, like, <laughs> if, it's, if it's, like, a teen... Like, let's say it was in a movie to the likening of, like, American Pie or whatever. You yeah. know, like, a late 90s kind of teen movie. That was very much, like, a teen audience or whatever. Whereas Shrek was, like, you know, very much, like, kids watched it, adults liked it. And, like, if you were a teen stoner, like, you would probably throw it on in, like, 2003 or whatever. What's funny is I feel like All-Star, like, they, like, our culture decided to play it even younger than teens. Like, I remember hearing it on radio Disney. yeah, it became, yeah, absolutely. It became, like, a kid, I think that's what the trajectory, you know, shot it toward. Is, like, kind of kiddie, and that made it kind of... Guess what like other corny. movie oh my God. on our list this song was in before Shrek came out? What? Inspector Gadget. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, Great. Do you yeah, remember so... in elementary school where they would like make us walk around the school for an hour and then make us sing songs? <laughs> you, mean, you, mean, you mean Fit Friday? <laughs> Fit Friday or Walk Wednesday. Yes, because I remember, I remember Fit Friday because, yeah, we would walk around the school for like 30 minutes to an hour and then they would just sit us in the fucking gym with a uh overhead projector the old just, school and kind. just and just slap lyrics on it while they played music and then like a teacher had a pen that would just be like we're on this line now we're on I this line now being a student and that's volunteer, how I... choosing the songs that like one of those fit fries right fit in it but that's my best British accent. I'm sorry. But but Smash Mouth All Star was for sure one of those songs. Oh yeah, it was a state. The only songs I can constantly remember being on that were All Star by Smash Mouth and very regrettably, and I'm proud to, to be, be an American. Well, it was post 9/11 culture, so post 9/11. Yeah. But they also had. Um, that old time rock and roll like put that record on the shelf whatever the fuck that song <laughs> yeah, is yeah 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 and then that um, uh cover of big yellow taxi like the pipette oh my god yes i forgot about that song yes the singing uh, I never, aspect I of fit friday happened after my time so whenever i hear you guys talk about this it sounds like a fever dream oh man <laughs> It's it like, was. I only have the was. walking part. We there didn't do the singing. Oh, I wish. Oh, there are I moments wish when you're like, yeah, part. a lot of Mormon kids went to that school. I mean, a lot of Mormon kids were just in our town in No, that's general. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I don't yeah. know how many other people were like singing like feel good, clean Christian songs. <laughs> I mean, they're not inherently Christian or anything, but it just feels No, like- but they definitely have like, you know like labrador with a bandana around the neck energy like yes. vibes to it yes <laughs> absolutely should we do pre- do, do we need notes? to do pre-watch notes sure i, I mean can... i guess we we can i, I mean have to do... yeah for me it's like yeah. where do i begin you yeah know, i probably watched this movie and the sequel shrek 2 shrek once 2, a year which i think is better and i don't think we can do on this podcast too good for what podcast. It's no. too good, Gray. There's nothing interesting to talk about. This is okay. what we were saying before. We were talking this about such how well no, we can territory. do, but we can do good movies. There okay, are still well, good movies we'll on our list. 
But, I but don't anyways, know if there's okay. So are we just doing the Shrek series now, and then whoever fucks up? So I'll pick Shrek two next, and then Allegra gets stuck no. with fucking no. Shrek three. No, we <laughs> no, cannot. No, 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 we no. cannot do any other Shrek movie because a Shrek two is too good. Like there's nothing new that we can really say about Shrek for it to be interesting. And then you're we right. can grow you're up right. on three okay. and four. No, that's that's a good <laughs> I did point. See three that's a really good point. Though, no, no, no. Bad. We we saw wasn't three the one that had Justin Timberlake in? Yeah, yeah we saw that with Dad. Yeah, we Dad saw that in that. theaters. I don't I think I saw that with Tyler. Fun. I think Dad took us I don't think like I saw Travis that with you guys. Because I think I was already yeah. in high school when that movie came Anyways, out. okay. We don't have to do Shrek two. Allegra, you made a really good point. There's nothing really to add to our discussion. Maybe we can do it as a bonus episode, but Maybe. that's another time. So, if we ever get where a Patreon, do I, pre-watch, pre-watch notes. I'm just Pre- going to get on to it. Okay. Where do I begin? I probably watch this movie in the sequel once a year. Shrek Swamp, Donkey. All the creatures get sent there. Shrek wants his swamp back. Farquaad tells him to rescue the princess, yada, yada, yada. Not the gun drop buttons. In the morning, I'm making waffles. Smash Mouth, you get it. Yeah. yeah. I literally wrote, I feel like I remember everything about Shrek. Def saw this in theaters, definitely had it on DVD. It's Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Um, what the fuck do you expect me to say about Shrek that has not already been said? I've seen this movie a jillion times. It's fucking solid. Uh, it's what's inspired meme culture for decades. And, like, where would, like, this is, like, anything I want to talk about, it's going to be about Shrek's, like, out of movie impact than the movie itself. Because it's, I remember every fucking line and scene and voice inclination. Oh, it's a nice boulder. We're making, I'm making waffles. Yeah. Ogres are like onions. Um, yeah. There's the Duloc song. It's fucking, it's fucking Shrek. I actually, I have a vivid memory of the three of us being on an airplane. I think we were going to or from Maryland yeah. to visit our grandparents. And I remember us incessantly reciting the like can i stay with you scene and just knowing the like the cadence and everything down to a t from like can i stay with you it's like 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 you gotta believe me or like i don't know like that entire scene i remember us quoting like verbatim multiple times on an airplane and people were probably really oh my god those poor people on the airplane (laughs) like this is before people really brought like iphones and headphones onto planes so they were it's just like a big bus with three annoying children (laughs) quoting shrek for like 20 minutes to say da vinci code was like oh five but like very very similar vibes yeah i have no idea so pre-watch scores um okay should i go first yeah holland you go first so my nostalgia is a 10 i don't think your nostalgia can be anything lower than a 10 for shrek like it's fucking shrek mine is also a 10 my sit through ability is a nine because i think the nostalgia is kind of working against it in my sit through ability where it's like I've seen this movie a million times. There's not much more it can do to, like, surprise me that, like, at some points I'm kind of like, all right, when are we going to get to it? Appropriate Well, for you children? should know when we're going to get to it. <laughs> exactly. But it's just like, okay, okay, okay. Allegra, what's your sit-through? Oh, I, sorry. I put sit-through at a 10, but I might dock at a 9, because Holland does make a good point. Like, there were some jokes that I was like, oh, I definitely did not get that as a child. Oh, yeah. 
But yeah, I like the first five hit minutes hit me like a dead fish. I was like, this is nothing. This doesn't make me feel anything. I've just seen this so many fucking times. I was like almost mad you made me watch Shrek like this. Yeah, like, right. By the yeah, time right. it got to the gingerbread scene, I was genuinely laughing again. I'm just saying it did it take it took me a while to build up because I just there is something uninteresting about knowing absolutely everything that's about to happen. I, so I suppose. My appropriate for children is an eight. I put a seven. Eight. Like it's PG and they, but they say like uh, naughty words. So I put a seven. But wasn't that the point of transcending children and or not transcending but mixing in children and adults? Like when we were kids, we didn't notice. Right, but I mean, I noticed when they said like damn. Or whatever, <laughs> but um, like the the movie in particular, its place in history is to directly call out and criticize Disney yeah. movies. It's not it's yes. not born out of nothing. Uh, Katzenberg was a hateful, hateful man who did not like Eisner. He hated Michael Eisner. Yeah, yeah. but but it was funny. It's still I a would fucking st- okay. Good movie. I'll I'll work I'll work on that score a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that seven's a bad score, but I think Holland's a little bit more in the right vein. <laughs> Does it hold up? I have eight. Huh. Okay. I put seven, but with, like, room to grow. And then, can we follow this? I put nine. I put an eight. There were a couple moments where I was like, oh, I didn't get this as a kid. I get this now, but it happened pretty fast. Um, I actually had a thing that I was like, did we, like... Did we address this? Like, was this result? Like, there was, like, yeah. one kind of little plot holy thing that I was like, huh? We might be thinking of the same thing. The fairy tale creature situation? Yeah. Like, I was confused. Like, I guess we can get into it, but, like, I was a little We can get little into it. Confused. I might have the same question. Because, <laughs> um, because, like, the movie starts with, like, banishing the fairy tale creatures, or at least rounding them up. Lord Farquaad is rounding them up. I'm proud he didn't commit genocide yeah but he did expel an ethnic minority from his kingdom yeah so so like but it's also like did he expel them or was he rounding them up that's where like the disconnect gets for me because like at the beginning they're rounding them up and then they end up in shrek's swamp but then lord farquaad is like where did they all go so i'm like did he send them to the swamp or did they escape to the swamp? And then I feel like that was never really resolved at the end. And what I you, never noticed that before. What do you mean? Wait, when, when did he said, say, where did, where they, did all they all go? Doesn't, like, why is Lord Farquaad questioning Gingerbread Man? Because he wants to find out where more fairies are. He wants to find where more are. Is it more? He wants the, I don't yeah, he's, know. It's because, literally because like, then, because then he's literally Shrek, like the, the Nazi hunter in, in Glorious Bastards. But then when Shrek gets to the place and Florida. I mean the Jew hunter, I'm sorry. Is like, oh, there are fairy tale creatures on your swamp. Okay, I'll take care of it. Like and I thought he was rounding and then he was like, oh, I'm rounding them up now because I didn't know where they were. No. Am I misinterpreting? I, I don't know. I think you're misinterpreting. But then yeah. why then why did they leave? Why did he move them? Because Shrek got Fiona. It was his part of the bargain. He wanted them not to be murdered but he wanted them all gone like i like it doesn't the metaphor doesn't super hold yeah up. i feel like it was just no matter what happened i feel like it got kind of dropped like i think the metaphor was that like michael eisner was such um a 
dictator that everything had to follow his vision or else he wanted to get rid of them. But the fairy tale creatures are literally Disney's products, so the metaphor breaks down in that way. But it sounded like he just wanted to have them removed and he was maybe like, oh, well, that was your swamp? Oh, I didn't even know anyone was there. That's why I dumped all those fairy tale creatures in that spot. But if you promise to get me Fiona, I don't give a shit. I can move them somewhere else. Because one of the three little pigs says, he sent me an eviction notice. Which I didn't understand when he said as a child. It was all <laughs> Me neither. That was, yeah, I was, yeah, I was thinking but the same thing. It sounds like in that scene, Lord Farquaad evicted them all. Okay, I guess I just got confused when he was questioning Jinji because... I was like, don't you know where they are? You're rounding them up. Like, I'm confused. It sounded like this uh, woman married to the gingerbread man is <laughs> hiding magical creatures and Frank style, and he is trying to stop You mean the out. Muffin Man? That's what, No, it's like the Muffin Man and his wife are, like, underground railroading um, mythical creatures, and Farquaad wants to put an end to it. Yeah, I again, always thought I that think... was a misdirect. I thought Gingerbread was lying about that. I, I think also he... thought he was lying until the I think he thought so, too. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was just my my kid brain was like, oh, he's lying. He's he's He's, he's trolling just spinning Farquaad. his wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. And um, then he was like, don't tell him anything to the mirror. That's true. That's yeah. true. Another kid um, brain thing I had is when Donkey and Shrek introduce each other, he, Donkey's like, what's your name? And Shrek goes, uh, Shrek. I thought as a kid that was, he did not have a name and he was just making his <laughs> name up for the first time in his life. Really? Some Weird. fun facts, some fun facts that might tie in some of these things. So first of all, this was actually based on a fairy tale book. Yep. I knew that. I, I knew had that. it read From to the me 90s. in our so, elementary school library. So... Maybe some of these fairy tale things could be from that that he that Katzenberg just wanted to tie in as the fuck you to Eisner. So it could just like, you know, maybe have a, a hole or two in there, a plot hole or two because of that, but maybe there was something along those lines, um, in the book. And two, um the other part, uh, why am I already blanking on what I was just talking about? Don't smoke weed, kids. Um, oh, it was Shrek's name. Shrek's name. Hold on. I remember now. It was Shrek's name. That's why I brought it up. So sh the word Shrek actually comes from like a Dutch word for like monster. Mm. So maybe he didn't have a name. He just always heard people call him that. Like, Interesting. Because that is Shrek his damage. Yeah. Monster. Yeah. So it's him essentially saying, like, you know, I'm, I'm just a monster. a monster. But you don't, you know, so I'm, maybe. Who knows? No, but know. it just, yeah, maybe that's at least from the the original, you know, fairy tale. Uh, I, I never obviously read the book, um, so how, I don't know. How old was Cameron but, Diaz in this movie? It was post Charlie's Angels. An adult woman? It was post The she Mask. Was an adult woman. She was in The Mask. But that was her first. She was really young in the mask. She was like almost 30. Or she was 30. Almost 30. 29. Yeah, she's in her 20s. She was 29. She just, pay, she just played Fiona so innocently in this movie. Um, 
I just, like, I have to say, I was really impressed um, at the end of the movie when Shrek and Fiona are having their big misunderstanding fight. From watching a lot of Frasier, misunderstandings is very much their bread and butter. <laughs> I just thought this was really, I, I didn't get this as a kid. I, like, thought Shrek overheard her say, like, I'm an ogre and I'm hideous. But he oh, only really? overheard the part where she's like, ugly and princess don't go together. And so their, like, misunderstanding fight I thought was really good. They were both had totally different narratives in their heads and everything they said had a double meaning. I was like, that's kind of impressive. This was all very over my head as a <laughs> child. Uh, some good writing. Also, the fucking Robin Hood scene is hilarious. It's so good. Oh, yeah. He is so, like, lovably a piece of shit. <laughs> it's, it's like, mm, I just want to eat that scene up. I love it so much. His accent is so silly. Also could not understand him at all as a child. And he's saying some, like, raunchy things. Yeah, <laughs> he's like saying some really funny things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, he was great. The Merry Man. I always just thought the... Uh, you know, the, the, what's it called? Accordion guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How he just kind of gets just like, huh? Ping. Yeah, punch through. <laughs> I just love, yeah, that whole scene was great. The the not subtle at all reference to the Matrix. Yeah. I think, um, I think we're going to have to have a counter of how many children's movies we watch that reference the Matrix. Like, anything after 99, there's a huge amount Yeah, there's going to be some references. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember the uh, movie theater like pre like commercial when you're waiting for the previews and it was like the hot dog the animated hot dog like dodging the bullets of ketchup yes. and mustard no. and it was like <laughs> go buy our food yeah it was i remember that and that was like a matrix it was like wearing like the hot dog was wearing sunglasses and a trench coat I remember and was that. like dodging slow-mo bullets of ketchup and mustard and then like stands up and gets fucking slaughtered anyways <laughs> Um, and then, like, falls perfectly into one of those, like, hot dog uh, tray things. Our hot um, dogs are sentient and don't want to be eaten by you. Come on down! <laughs> yeah, our hot dogs are, were sentient. <laughs> were sentient. Um, I also in a way. definitely never got, like, the far quad, fuck quad. Fuck quad, like, yeah. Small De dick joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember learning that pretty recently through Twitter. Yeah, um, I feel like, like I learned that way later than I should have. <laughs> and then, like, obviously, the he's compensating for something was, like, definitely totally over my head as a kid. I will say, um, most of Shrek's, like, dad jokes were not great. <laughs> I think our dad loved them. I think, I think they were great in the context of, like, these parents were not expecting it in the kids movie you know so like mm -hmm. i think it was more of the the surprise of like was that a dick joke <laughs> oh okay, okay okay also the duloc song uh, i wrote does, I, oh, does, yeah. does everyone else still remember almost every word <laughs> yeah okay yeah okay okay but here is something that went over my head that was maybe just a me thing <laughs> Did not get that uh, Duloc was supposed to be Disneyland. Oh, we, really? We had never, like, we never really went to Disneyland. I probably didn't get it until, like, a little bit later. Like, yeah, right now, I definitely first took, viewing, but. Yeah, it definitely took me getting it when, or understanding it when I was watching it as, like, a teen than yeah. as a kid. Yeah. I had to have gone to Disneyland first and, like, <laughs> remembered it. Um, for, I just thought it was, like, a real clean, corporate looking place. <laughs> 
Uh, I just remembered something that I think you two particularly and probably not our fans will really appreciate. But (laughs) when I was in I was in youth and government in high school and for ConCon, essentially this is like mock the constitutional convention constitutional yeah, convention you, we're, yeah. we're rewriting the the constitution for california as student as like a student assembly essentially mm-hmm. and i argued successfully i may add <laughs> um to make shrek the state emblem of california oh my god, oh my god. Um, on like a kind of a dual thing of like what represents California more than the entertainment industry. Um, and also Shrek is the embodiment of like being judged based on your character more so than your appearance (laughs) and how that's, that's a value everybody can live by and that, you know, all that. And like, I, I had like a five minute speech written that like, and I got a standing ovation from all of these all of these millennial kids thinking it was hilarious and being like we have to do it and you could tell the you know the adult whatever the person kind of the advisors like leading constacon were like no no but everyone was like that happened every year like when i did it it was still called sip when i did it um we made we first of all we made it a thing where our constitution had to be printed on pink paper and after we did that they banned that forever because it was too expensive (laughs) and then we also also like i think the you can tell like what when like what year it was like i guess the shrek stuff was maybe happening when you were in high school but we made our state anthem don't stop believing by journey because it was 2010 and that song like had a resurgence that year because sort of like toto africa (laughs) a couple years ago yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) my year we tried to get it printed light green because that's the most we could budge in terms of changing (laughs) the paper color and, but we weren't really like a fun group, a fun zany group. Like one one of the uh, kids suggested we move the capital to Bakersfield <laughs> because only the people really committed to government would be willing to go to work in Bakersfield. <laughs> and then the advisors got really fucking mad at us and like lectured us saying like, hey, there are kids from Bakersfield here. How do you think that makes them feel? <laughs> they would probably agree with you. They're from yeah, Bakersfield. They're like, Yo, have you ever been to Bakersfield? It fucking sucks. Wait a second, Holland. Didn't you have something about a guillotine? Yeah, so my one of my... <laughs> And during my year, one of my friends wanted to, like, she made, like, an amendment that, like, one of the, like, the ways to, ex- like, to do the death penalty was by guillotine. And she had all this research of, like, it's actually more humane than, like, the shot because it's just, like, quick and whatever. But her entire argument fell apart when people could ask questions because one girl, <laughs> one girl asked what's a guillotine? And then she had to explain what it was. And everyone was like, ooh, ooh, I don't like that. And so, like, it was so funny. Which is super funny, because the guy who invented the guillotine is like, here we go, a humane way to do this. And then the French Revolution was like, cool, sport. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then he, I'm pretty sure, got Died by guillotined. Guillotine. Yeah. yeah. Um, back to Shrek. Yeah. I had a question that I was like... The guy who invented the machine gun said it was his answer to world peace. Yikes. Because it was such a horrific weapon, no one would ever use it. Anyway, sorry, Greg. Um, I said, does Shrek actually eat people? 
I don't, I don't think, think so. Because he says because, that's giants. But, but hold on. He they, doesn't eyeballs. He, he had a jar of eyeballs. And <laughs> those villagers in the beginning were pretty upset. This is just Shrek's mythos that he creates to shut other people out. But like he does see, have a jar of eyeballs. Were they fish eyeballs? We don't know that they're human. They could be sheep. They could be animal eyeballs. That's true. That's true. I just, I was thinking, also, I'm like, you never know. I did note, like, when he, when he does, like, the whole wrestling, like, tourney, whatever thing at Lord Farquaad's, I don't think he actually kills anybody. He just, like, knocks no. them all out. He's all talk. Um, okay, it's hold on, hold on. His, one his thing. Arc. One thing. He does take a knight and smash him head first into the ground with his full body weight. That would kill somebody. So that guy's dead. But I think the point. And Donkey <laughs> did hit one of the other guys in the head, like with he like bucked into him. But yeah. the entire movie and I th- like Shrek's art is arc is tight. You know he is afraid to let people in because he's been judged and hurt so much his whole life that he creates this mythos. Like, in the beginning, all he wants to do is scare the villagers away. He doesn't actually chase them or try to hurt them. And, like, he helps Donkey. He doesn't need to do that. But he still he helps Donkey escape, and he doesn't actually hurt those guys. He does go out of his way to help Fiona. Like, there are moments where you actually see that he's a caring guy. He's just, you know, he's just damaged. Yeah, he's just not used to receiving that type of care. And where would he get all those eyeballs if he's working too hard to keep human eyeballs off of his swamp? (laughs) I bet you it's like alligator eyeballs or weird. I mean, we see him eat a lot of weird shit too, like or like when they blow up like the frog and snake balloons and like the weed rat and like he eats spiders. Yeah, in a web. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's true. 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 Also, do you guys remember wouldn't. the Shrek 2 video game? Oh, oh yeah. We were I want to play. I bet it I bet it still holds up. I bet I mean, I don't know. It was a good game. Uh, I mean, I've I'm not saying it's like I've watched some videos online oh, of really? people playing it, playthroughs or whatever. <laughs> the Shrek I don't know. Uh, I think I might want to play it again re- recently. That's a bonus soon. episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I'll I'll live stream me playing the Shrek 2 video game. I do want to Maybe us 3 can all do it because you know, I loved playing as Puss in Boots. Puss I know Fiona was also pretty OP because she could, like, slow down time. I liked Gingy. I liked playing Gingerbread Man. Oh, yeah, because you could, like, power up and become the big Gingerbread Man. And I think you could, like, throw a candy cane or something. Yeah. I don't know. I think you bitches forced me to choose between fucking Shrek and Donkey. <laughs> well, hold donkey. on. Shrek was also OP. He was just kind of boring. He was just, like, a typical bruiser. But he was, like, good. I, I couldn't play as Donkey. I was not good with Donkey. But, I don't even yeah, remember. I remember. I think I still have that game. Anyway. Oh, also, anyway. I don't think we've touched on this yet. Soundtrack slaps. Very good. Very so solid. good. Very so 2001. Good. I think yeah, this was I, maybe the first time I ever heard Hallelujah when I saw this movie. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. And <laughs> Meg the Proclaimer me. song. Meg turned to me and obviously in jest, but she said it so deadpan that I cracked up. But she was like, did you know that this song was written for Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, and I remember like I knew the cues because there are some of these songs where I'm like, I've only ever heard these songs in Shrek, yeah. even though I like mm-hmm. them. 
But like, as soon as like one scene ends, I'm like, oh, I know what's gonna happen next. It's like, I'm on my way. Yeah, from misery to happiness to be. Yeah, I knew that. And then so Scottish. Also, okay. Also, I wrote this down in my notes. Is this the biggest movie lead with a Scottish accent? More, is it, I mean, bigger than Brave? Bigger than bigger Brave than Sh- Heart? I mean, I guess the only... Does Sean Connery uh, have a Scottish accent in the James Bond movies? Yeah, yes. right? I don't think he yeah. can do anything other than himself. <laughs> I don't think... So maybe he's the biggest Scottish accent movie lead, but, like, yeah. is Shrek number two? Shrek's probably a tight number two, yeah. Other than, or I guess Ewan McGregor and Trainspotting, but we, like, I don't, that's kind of niche. But Trainspotting's a cult film, but yeah. and when Braveheart? he was in Star Wars, he wasn't, but he wasn't busting out Is Scottish. he bigger than, okay, is Shrek bigger than Mel Gibson in Braveheart? I think, I think Shrek might be more enduring than Braveheart. It is is Mel Gibson's I mean, Mel Scottish Gibson. accent better than Mike Myers' Scottish <laughs> accent? Let's see here. Braveheart box office, I'm looking it up. But also, Mel Gibson's kind of canceled now. So maybe we try to forget Braveheart now. Oh, Shrek is number two over Braveheart because in terms of- Shrek, Shrek made like more than two times the box office that Braveheart did. Wow. Fuck. All right. And there's only one Braveheart movie. Is it because that guy died? Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've actually ever seen Braveheart. <laughs> it's all right. It's really just all right. Um. How did Fiona eat in the castle? In an abandoned castle? Overrun <laughs> by a dragon? Really good question. Where she's literally locked in the room. Maybe the dragon brought food for her? Yeah, the, the yeah, dragon I mean, was like did, an evil She did caretaker. have maternal instincts, I guess. Um, <laughs> she's protective over it. Uh, she's mad also, horny. I said, I said, maybe this movie is where my fear of bridges came from. <laughs> <laughs> Not Who George knows? of the Jungle? I don't know. Maybe it's all of these things. I, I just think, got yeah, scarred by bridges. There were a lot of bridges. like rickety bridges over vast expanses in children's movies growing up. So maybe that's why you're not good with bridges. Just, yeah, it just really left a mark on me. <laughs> what else is there to say about Shrek? I know. Like, we live in such a post Shrek. Not only do we live in a post Shrek the movie world, we live in a post Shrek meme world. <laughs> it's like the, the impact that Shrek has had on our society is definitely big, but it feels so mellowed out now. Like, Shrek is not the powerhouse meme it used to be. Like, millennial nostalgia is it's starting to wane. Does Gen Z have nostalgia for Shrek? Maybe for the later ones? Yeah, probably. But the later ones weren't as big as impactful as the first two. I thought you meant the later Gen Zs. Oh, yeah. The older ones. Yeah, later Gen Z slash later movies. But, like, the third one was not good. (laughs) And the fourth one was technically better than the third one, but I wouldn't. Still not amazing. No. But, honestly, don't you think that the cultural impact and relevancy that, I mean, like you said, there's still an Instagram filter on it that I'm still seeing. Millennials are, millennials are still, like, a huge part of Internet everyday culture. society. It's not yeah. just Gen Zs. So, like, don't no, you think that kind of adds to its ability to hold up? Well, Because it's it, holding up. It's currently holding up. 
and that's why it's kind of boring. It's just it's a staple. It's a pillar now. You know, well, people talk about boring Shrek the same is way not t- holding up. Well, it's I enjoyed the movie. I think what I'm saying is, it's it's less interesting to talk about because so much has already been said. I feel like people will talk about Shrek now the way they talked about Back to the Future. It's just one of those movies that everybody loves and everyone's like, oh, you got to see it. Like, I don't yeah. know how much more I can contribute. Which to I the think, I, I think is a, is a, is a testament to its ability. Like, I just think that's why holding up is 10 out of 10 because I mean, it's, it's a perfect time capsule of, of its time. And it, even if like, you know, there are some like, oh yeah, the CGI is a little dated, but like it's holding up to this day better than any movie we've watched so far for this podcast i mean i mean other than other than ice age maybe the sandlot but i even think the sandlot has kind of lost itself to irrelevancy in today's age um there's no pool scene equivalent in shrek (laughs) there's no a big yikes moment of that hasn't there aged are a couple well. like icky yeah, which, moments that which, I'm again, uncomfortable that with. holds up. That makes scene. it hold up better. Like yeah, no, yeah. Anyway, but well, like I guess in the morning, I'm making waffles. Is like not on, funny. Not the gun drop buttons. Like gun drop that'll buttons do, still donkey. Good. That'll do. That's a Babe reference. I mean, I'm not I know, but it's a, I, I, arguably saying. that reference is better known from Shrek than from Babe. <laughs> and. That's the other thing I was thinking about. I'm like, this movie is making so many pop culture references. Donkey alone is like, they took Genie from Aladdin and amped it up to 11. <laughs> and I'm like, does this is this an enjoyable experience still if you just do not like know what the fuck is going on? I think I mean I think it is because I don't think I got a lot of Donkey's references as a child like all the songs he sang it's true i think i only knew them from shrek for a very long time like very on true. the road again and like I'm get, all get, alone. Get child. yeah but you gotta have friends. friends yeah yeah like like okay so disney no what did we watch this hulu hulu did not have the after credit scene i wrote that down too. i had to go to youtube to watch it oh you watched it i feel like that's the most dated part about the whole movie <laughs> the <Is> karaoke <laughs> yes. scene that's like at the end of I'm the like, dvd oh, or whatever that is very much like a weirdly like too early 2000s thing that people loved just these weird giant karaoke versions of their media properties yeah i'm like I mean, even a little bit was in the act. Like, Donkey Sings, I'm a Believer at the end. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's funny. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I just think the ability... Of, than I thought. While I do agree Shrek is falling out of the mainstream again, it's revival and continued relevancy. Even if it's not the top of relevancy, it's still, like, pretty c- cemented in, like people talk about it like i'll still hear shrek is love shrek is life or or some reference like kind of quoting is love is life maybe in my opinion or in my experience shrek is love shrek is life is the first time i ever heard a uh, that phrase of something is love something is life maybe it started yeah. in the fucking bible i don't know maybe it was god <laughs> is love god is life basketball ball is love ball is life and then it is turned it? into shrek i've only ever no i've idea. only ever heard ball is life i've never heard the fr- i've only heard ball is life 
Well, but maybe anyways. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Expanded on. I don't know. Great. All I feel is that. Uh, I'm yes. just saying if it. Yes. It holds. I'm saying yeah. I'm just yeah, saying the hold up ability. You. This this is my argument to maybe bump it up past an eight for each of you. Like, cause Got you. I mean, so far, what movie has or that we that's even on the list? We literally can't do the sequel, even though it was a huge part of our childhood. The whole point of this movie, because it's still too relevant. I don't think I'm changing any of my scores. I'll change None hold up to like. An eight. You're already at yeah. an eight. I'll, no, mine was at a seven. And I'll bump up follow ability to nine. I just enjoy ability Wait, follow a was a nine. No, it was an eight. Mine I was, was writing nine. it down. You had, you had appropriate for children was a seven. Hold up was an eight. Follow was a nine. No, my appropriate's a seven. My hold up was a seven and is now an eight. And my follow was an eight and now it's a nine. Okay, maybe I just t- predicted the future and <laughs> wrote down your scores. Um, it's a great movie, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> why, why is your appropriate for children a seven? It, what knocked I mean, it down that much? I think the part of why it's so enjoyable is because it's a little edgy. Yeah, but it's not at any point inappropriate it's just a good blend between being appropriate for children and adults i wouldn't say one takes away the other it's i don't know i mean i guess there are still some dated things yeah like like the weird like the mirror dating show like although she lives with seven other men she's not easy and i'm like ew i don't like that and then like farquad's weird pervy mirror moment like when he's like in his zebra skin bed with the martini like it's, it's watching her but isn't that supposed that's supposed to further his creepiness yeah it's a yeah. movie that sort of celebrates being gross and unorthodox and it's a little edgier especially for the time so i'm like it's a it's inappropriate for children but in the best way yeah but doesn't that make it appropriate that doesn't make any sense fucking fine gray lord i'm staying at eight. Up to a fucking eight yeah Okay, so let's. You guys have in. identical scores now. Do yeah, we? Fucking don't even need an average. Um, let me bust through some fun facts and trivia while well, you're tallying up. Well, hang on. Let's say what Okay. Well, just while you're tallying up. Um, box office. So the budget was sixty million. Its box office was four hundred and eighty-seven point nine million, and that's before DVD and VHS sales. Um. The home release of the movie came out on the same day as Monsters, Inc.'s theatrical release, which Disney was like, come on. Movie release, or VHS releases are supposed to be done on Tuesdays, not Fridays. So, like, it was totally a slight against Disney, just as, like, one more fuck you to Eisner. Um, A big one that I never knew, Chris Farley was originally cast as the voice for the title character. According nearly... He recorded nearly all of the required dialogue, but then died before the work, you know, before the film was finished. So Mike Myers was hired on in 97 to voice the character and at first used his regular accent, then tried Canadian and then eventually settled with Scottish, which Steven Spielberg uh, said absolutely elevated the film to what it was. before Farley was cast, Nick Cage was offered the role, oh but God. turned it down because he didn't want to look like an ogre. He didn't want his likeness <laughs> to be depicted. At, it's like the whole point of the movie. 
is not to worry about it, whatever. I thought that was hilarious. Um, it were it won the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature and was also nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay, which it won a BAFTA for. Um, in 2020, it was selected for preservation in the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant, significant, making it the first DreamWorks animation film and the first animated non-Disney film to earn that honor. Wow. Um, I do... Oh, sorry. Mike Myers voiced one of the three blind mice. Um, Roger Ebert gave it four out of four stars, which is not easy to do from yeah. Ebert. And the song All Star was a, was only a placeholder for test screenings until a new song could be found. But the test audiences loved it, so the producers kept it in. And wow. then when the producers decided to keep it, they let um, Smash Mouth then perform I'm a Believer at the end. <laughs> Dang. So... The only shoe contribution I can think of for this movie is at the end after Shrek kisses Fiona and she transforms and we're like, oh, is she, is she a human now? And she's got her, we just get a shot of her legs, her feet, and these giant fucking gross slippers. I don't know why that was always our big visceral memory. Do we have to tie me. shoes into every episode now? I'm just thinking, you know, we had such. We yeah. Had wait, is that is that heavy. a new thing? Is that shoes have to be part of this now? Shoe corner. I'm just saying. Let's. Yeah, shoe corner. People who fetishize feet come to our podcast. As um, we'll always pointed out. That's what Allegra wants. So that's what, that's what the drifter from the street wants. That's what we're gonna give them. I said shoes, not feet. Very different. How dare you? So. A little bit more. I'm sorry I'm rambling, but 2001 trivia. Things that happened around the release. Game Boy Advance was released. GameCube Ooh. released later the year in the yeah. year. iTunes was launched, and later the iPod was introduced. Wikipedia launched. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is released. And I don't know if I can think of anything... <laughs> Nothing year. of note. And <laughs> nothing else. Oh, for some reason, I think the uh, National Defense uh, whatever was started, but I don't know why. Homeland Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, the Department of Homeland Security was created, but I, I don't... Maybe something predated that. Not too sure. Um, but, like, honestly, a pretty good year for... Pretty good year for culture. Dude, pretty good is, year for is, kids, like kids under seven, or under 10. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, until the trauma is one of the few like artifacts of a pre 9-11 world like there is an alternate universe out there there is an alternate america where 9-11 didn't happen and that based on all of the media we got right before it it is sillier and goofier and more ostentatious it's it's like the wiggles world the wiggles timeline <laughs> I want I want to peek into that world. Right, they're probably so much happier. Oh God, probably. Um, speaking of peeking into, I don't even know. I don't know how to transition. But the score <laughs> is eighty-eight. Do we want to give bonus points? Is what was it? Sorry, I didn't hear 88. you. Eighty-eight. I mean, for meme ability, for how much just like impact on culture point? Yeah. I don't know what soundtrack. else. Soundtrack. Uh, 
Mike Myers having two famous Scottish characters. I mean, how about one point for the cultural impact and one point for successfully derailing Smash Mouth's career? Smash Mouth's <laughs> career? And if we're not doing the sequel, we should give a point for the sequel because it's amazing. So we'll give there it two go. bonus points. So Two bonus points for the sequel. Fuck you, Gray. A fucking 90. You had an 83 last week. I would be super happy with that. Jesus, I don't even know what to choose to even compete with that. <laughs> That's why I chose it. We shouldn't have let it happen. We did, but it was a mistake. I think for next week, I'm going to choose the Madeline live action from 1998. So get ready for 12 little girls in two straight lines and Frances McDormand as the nun lady whose name I can't remember right now. So, um... In terms of following along in the future, you can follow us on Twitter at Latchkey Sibs. We also have an Instagram at Latchkey Sibs. Cross platform. And if you want to like write in any questions that are longer than like 140 characters or two, whatever the fuck it is now, um, you can email us at Latchkey Sibs at gmail.com. And. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. You can follow me on Twitter um, at Baccaroni, but I probably won't see it. And I recently temporarily uh, deleted my Instagram account, so I could be back. I might not. Who knows? I watched Inside by Bo Burnham, so I'm just going through shit. Um, so if you want to contact me at all, just go through the Latchkey Sibs platforms. Uh, otherwise, you'll just hear from me on this. Yeah, if you want Gray to work a wedding uh, in the local, the greater Sacramento area, that's a good way to reach him. We also uh, travel. We also travel. It doesn't have to be in California. Um, so you can follow me at Koala t14 on twitter um but yeah also like my i think my thing is my handle is in the uh, latchkey sibs twitter so yeah all of our twitter handles are in like the bio of the latchkey sibs twitter so an easy way to figure that out and i think that is all that we have for today and we will catch you next week bye everybody